Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is The Daniel Baldwin Show. Cuse! Cuse wins! Sweet 16, baby! Number three to the 16, here we come. How many people saw that coming? Uh, very few. Very few. Not too many. You know, when you look at the brackets, I heard ESPN's you know, 17 million people or something that they yeah. have. All the brackets are busted out. No well, that Virginia game didn't help anybody. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you that no, much. One sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that definitely hurts. The mole, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Nice. Pulling the mole. Laying, it up. laying in bed. <laughs> so I want to go over this mole because I'm, I'm getting this information um, um, just before this uh, this broadcast that um, you're still in Detroit and then you drive. The mole will not fly. He's the uh, he's the Madden. He's the Madden of, of radio. Yeah, of, of sports producers. So you're going to drive out, but you don't get compensated for the days you drive. They'll compensate the drive. They're not going to compensate like the extra stay that I had. You know what I'm saying? So instead of coming back, you decided to stay out there. Yes, exactly. Because you're malicious. Yes. You you just chill out in the hotel. What are you going to do in Detroit? <laughs> what, are do, what are you doing in Detroit? Take us through it, babe. What are you doing in Detroit today? I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do schedules. I'm going to update all the schedules for the board ops for uh, the next week or two and then I'll get in the car and go and then I'll knock out some baseball imaging when I get to Illinois. Princeton, Illinois is today's destination? Yes, the halfway point between Detroit and Omaha. So when this is all said and done, you could either be driving home from Omaha or driving home from San Antonio. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. You're out there, bro. You're out there. You are, man. You're living on the edge. (laughs) You're mollified. How, how, what what was the uh, what was the feeling? I mean, you know, you you see the boys and everything after this. Are people just in shock at this game? Yeah, we had Frank Howard on right after the game, and he couldn't even put into words what had just happened. He goes, "You saw it, you know. It was basically, I don't know how we did that, but you saw it. We did it." Well, I gotta say, I watched the game and. <clears throat> There's a few things that stick out in my mind. Um, number one, it was quintessential Bayheim zone defense. Just mm-hmm. slowed him down. You know, it was almost one of those. Everything had to happen a certain way for you to win, and they did. But I'm going to tell you where I thought Michigan State lost the game um, because uh, it was a close game. We we did we did just what I thought we needed to do. We needed to hang around and keep it close enough that in the last two minutes we could outscore them by just a little bit and win, and that's exactly what happened. But I couldn't believe after halftime, and they even did uh, an interview, the courtside with Izzo, uh, talking to him about what kind of adjustments he he needed to make. Now, with Syracuse in such foul trouble, I couldn't believe he didn't pound the ball down into the paint for the whole third quarter, if you will, and just fouled a bunch of guys out, and he didn't. They went to chucking three-pointers. I think they shot like almost 40 of them in the game. Well, in that interview that you mentioned, he said he was going to speed it up a little bit. Yeah. And, and then he just didn't. And and they somehow, like Paulie's been saying, you've been saying, this defense is unbelievable. The offense might not be that great, but their defense is unbelievable. Well, and that and the fact that um, 
battle scores. If I told you we were going to win this game against number three, Michigan State, and battle would score one point in the first half, I know you would have said I was crazy. Yeah. And, and, and that's how they did it. Paulie, what's your breakdown in the game? Well, uh, I think that the zone kind of baits people into th- taking three-point shots that they think are open, and it, it's an easy look, you know, and they they see it and they shoot it. And for some reason, Michigan State just chucked shot after shot after shot without ever putting anybody at the high post, really, where they could have taken, you know, 15-foot jumpers or got the ball down low to their big man who uh, had gotten us into foul trouble, like you said. Yeah, I'll say, in the first half of that game, I was getting nervous because they were calling a lot of fouls. You had the Chuk, if you call him. I think he had three in the first half, right? He was already, like it was between him and Sidibe as they tried to balance in some way without having everybody foul out of the game in the first half. Yeah, they were they were they were in um I mean listen the 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 kid gets in there that's that was a walk on. I mean and, and he was scrambling for the ball, diving yeah, for loose balls. Mm-hmm. And, uh you know He came it, to play. It was exciting. It was exciting to watch. Uh they got they got their hands full with Duke, but it's a it's a team they've played, you know, they a team we beat at home a couple of years ago on a big long shot ourselves. Uh, we went down there. We didn't look that great against them this year. Uh, but, I mean, any, again, if we can control the tempo of the game, if we can, you know, squeeze them the way we've been doing, and and we get a team that doesn't shoot a high percentage of threes for that particular afternoon, we're in it for sure. We are definitely in it. I think uh, Dolage really showed up, too. Uh, he, that kid, he was finally shooting the ball. Like everyone's been saying, you got to take the shots, and he was. Yeah, I saw him in the elevator, uh, and I and I did the same thing I did the first time I saw him. I sort of boxing him out and pushing him up against the wall in the elevator. <laughs> nice. And he's looking at me going, yeah, and he, he has no idea who I am. Mm-hmm. He just knows that the coaches know me because they smile and say hi to right, me. Right, right. And I told him, I said, you have to shoot the ball because you're shooting the ball will help battle and help these guys. When you have that open look, they're cheating off you because they don't think you're going to shoot it. And so he just looked at me, and, and it was, uh, I think it was uh, um, Coach Autry's wife was there. And she goes, do you know who he is? And he looked at me and he just shook his head. He goes, no, I have no idea. Goes, yeah, no, I'm sorry. They don't yeah. play Baldwin movies in Slovakia. No, they don't. Paulie, how do, you, how, does, how do they get this far? I mean, they've got, they, they got the play-in game. They beat TCU. Now they beat Michigan State. How did they end up this far? Defense. Yeah. Defense, sure. defense. They, they've held teams that average 80 points a game in the 50s for yeah. three straight games. If you can do that, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. They, no matter how bad your offense is. They, they are. They really do squeeze them. They close it down. You can see teams struggling when they're passing the ball. They almost... They're, they want to that that intermediate shot would probably open it up for most teams, but they don't. They do just what Paulie said. They end up launching the ball from downtown, thinking that that's the answer because it appears that they're that they're open. And I guess for a minute, if they if they release the ball really quickly, Paulie, they are open. You know what I mean? But when they're setting up, they take it and they're squaring up and everything. The the reaction of the Syracuse defense to moving out onto the three pointer is better than it was during the season. They really are. They're yeah, jelling at the right time. And there's a bunch of guys that are over six five jumping at you, and you're shooting that ball. So, you know, shooting the ball over the length of the Syracuse zone is not easy. One you, interesting thing I heard yesterday is that they were they, that the coaches are making Chuk shoot like a hundred free throws at practices now. He's not allowed to leave before he either shoots a hundred or makes a hundred, and then he goes to the line and he makes them, which was which was helpful as well. That was helpful. 
that was when he shoots it, though, I get nervous. Yeah, we all do. I get nervous. But it's clearly working. I mean, the, <laughs> what they're doing with him is working. Well, you think that's not rocket science to figure out that, right. you know, you, you want to become a better foul shooter, shoot a bunch of foul shooters. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, no, they. it was exciting to see. Um, at one point, Robin came out. And she sat down, and I can't remember exactly what she said because I was so dialed into the game. Mm-hmm. But she said something like, "So if they win this, you have to." I go, "Don't say anything, Robin," because right when she said it, they turned the ball over like oh, really late in the game. Don't even talk about I it. Don't say anything. Don't, don't even talk. talk about it. <laughs> how did? The, how was the rest of the team, uh, Polly? You're sitting right there next to him. Were they all freaking out? Yeah, not not really. I, I think it's kind of when you play on a team, you you expect this to happen. You know, yeah. it's uh, you know you got to have that attitude that you're going to win every game, and I I don't think this surprises them at all. I think they all think that hey, if we play our best, we're going to beat you. Paul, you sound um, you sound so excited to be here today, Polly. I'm very happy. I, I'm just show. as excited as every day. Yeah, okay, this is this is a normal poly this level, is, right? You're hearing it. Yeah. I mean, do you want do you want me to do a, I, I could Facebook live a somersault or something backflip. You did text me after the game saying you've never been so stunned by a Syracuse win than that win last night. No, I didn't expect that. I had I had my bags packed to come home. Now I gotta go find a laundromat. Are you, are you bummed that I left you with that big piece of luggage you still have to lug around now? Oh, yeah, now I got to drive that halfway across the country. <laughs> I get the whole way more than board. I need. <laughs> well, think about it. Now it's in the right place. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be in Omaha. Where we know what's going on in Omaha. Yeah, are you? So are you heading out to Omaha, Daniel? You know, I, I, I don't know. I wait for the great one. Mm-hmm. I only, I only, I only serve his greatness. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, the last second I just got before I came in here, I got from Gomez. Well, they might do what they did last week, which is send you out, and we'll be here. And so maybe I'm doing Polly the Mall on Lisa and Gomez, Gomez and Lisa, and this show. You're doing the whole setup you did last time. I might be. That means it's you and me again, Polly baby. And you get to st- stick home. Comfortable. Oh, Very yeah. comfortable. You love doing it. You love I've it. Got no re- I've got no reason. You did the TK thing. They're the flagship. You're huge in Omaha, though. They love you're me much in Omaha. Big, You're much bigger than we are. I'm a major deal in we, Omaha. We, we get access if we have you there. Have you ever been to Omaha? I never have. I'm trying to think. I, you know, I, I, isn't there like mutual of Omaha? And, I think. So. Like, why well, not Warren they Buffett? Steaks. Don't they have great steaks? So you, you and the mole yeah. got to get a steak, right? Now, aren't they Omaha steaks in the name of a yeah. steak? And, and they play poker. It's called Omaha. Have you been to Omaha, Polly? No. No, Nebraska. <laughs> Where'd that come from? What the hell am I doing no. in Nebraska? <laughs> I don't terrible. know. I don't know if they've ever like gone to Nebraska in your twenty years working with them. Are they going to roll it out? Nebraska. Are they going to roll? Is Omaha going to roll it out for Galaxy Media? I would hope so. I think so. I think they got to make it big. They got hotels and everything there, right? Like uh, did they, water yeah, did they, and buildings. They, does Omaha have the internet? <laughs> do they have that out there? Yeah, they got yeah, that. Right? that <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> they, got, they got all that good stuff. They got a lot of corn, right? Yeah. Weren't there the corn huskers out there? Yeah. Paulie, think about big years of big years of corn and big steaks, and that's right up your alley. Get a meal. Get a big meal. Get in there Thursday night. Go out for a big meal. They have a McDonald's on every corner in Omaha. Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> they do. It's Paulie sure Central. Sure, get a Hardee's. Yeah. Because every one of those 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 uh, th- you know throughway you know places. Um, so there's no town, there's no town, there's no town, and then there's a town, and it has 16 fast food places, mm-hmm. and then you because they're all for trucks, truck drivers. Yeah. So you're going through Nebraska, man. There's either something or nothing. Oh, Omaha 
looks nice. I'm Google mapping it right now. Google Let's, mapping all Look how pretty that looks. That looks that nice. Beautiful. Look at that town center. Yeah. You got, they got nice hotels. Yes. What is yes. that one? They got Omaha, Mutual of Omaha, like you said. Well, I think I think they're like an. That's what built the city. I think the insurance company. Yeah, like was. It's uh, kind of out in the middle there. I don't know why they're having a, the, this round of the NCAA tournament out there, but I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. Is there a Wild Kingdom there? I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Mutual of Omaha, the life insurance company that wants to be your life. Imagine being Hal. Do you remember Hal? Do you remember Hal, Polly? Yeah. Yes, I I always watch Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom before uh, Wide World or the Disney movies would come on on Sunday nights as a kid. Yeah, what was so the guy's name? Disney. What was the guy's name uh, on Wild Kingdom? Hi, I'm blah blah blah, J- and, and he'd say Jim is about to make the catch, and then poor Jim <laughs> was on the remote wrestling the alligator, and then the guy would go, he made the catch. <laughs> poor. How does it be Jim? Narrated by Marlon Parkins. Marlon Perkins. Well, he was the narrator, and uh, Jim Fowler was Jim, the star. Jim made the catch. <laughs> Jim was the, look, is that Jim? That's with the, Jim Fowler. No, yeah. that's Marlon. He's the narrator. Yeah, Marlon Jim Perkins. Fowler was the one out there running around. He, Mutual of Omaha, the life insurance company that wants to be your life insurance company. And they had blanket coverage, and they would all wear the blankets on them. I he's remember. alive right now. Jim Fowler? Lives in Georgia, yeah. 85 years young. Wow. Jeez. Wow, I've seen him do some funky stuff. I'm looking at restaurants in Omaha. You guys will have some nice places to eat. So they, well, that would be up to the great one. You, you know the story about what happened to me when I was out there, right? No, you've been there? Oh, no, 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 no. Not when I was there, when I was just in Detroit. This oh, yeah, is, let me know, let me know. Oh, this is great. So, hang on. Let's go to break, and we'll tell the story about what happened about dinner. All right, I want to hear the dinner story. We'll We're come tell back. the dinner story. Polly, hang tight. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. Serve Pro is a proud supporter of Orange Basketball Coverage on the Pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back. So let me tell you the dinner story. So I get, and to be accurate, I'm going to pull up my text messages so I can... uh, this is from last week when you went out right, to so Detroit. We go out to Detroit. Um, Eight Mile? That's how little I know. Gomez was sick. Yeah. Lisa wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. So at the last minute, instead of driving out all together, I'm going to fly out. Sure. I said, okay. So I get this message from Ed. And the message says, um, bum, 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 bum. where is it? Man, you text with Ed a lot, bro. Ed throws Holy me stuff. Cow. Ed throws stuff at me. You guys are best friends. <laughs> yeah. So Ed, in, in a nutshell, Ed writes to me, um, all right, listen, so we're going to go to dinner. Because mm-hmm. he's out there too. Uh, once I, with DC, with Derek Coleman. Yeah, big DC. Right. So I will let you know once we pin it down or pinpoint it or something, he uses some word here to describe or lock it down mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, he's going to let me know. So I land. Now, if you're me yeah. and you land and there is no message, he said, so he, and he, he's specific in his instruction. He says, so get in the Uber and don't go to the hotel. Come directly to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So when I land, I don't have a restaurant. There's no, there's no, there's more, no text. There's right. no more communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, he's big dogging it with DC. He hooked up with Bayheim. You know, yeah, I'm, right, I'm not yeah. going to write the guy and say, hey, where am I going to my free yeah, dinner? Yeah, work you know? your way in. Right. Right. Would you have texted him or would you have waited? God, that put that's a tricky situation. I, I would. 
I'm afraid of him not liking me all the time, so I would have texted, but then I would have realized that I'm probably prying myself into something. You know what? I probably wouldn't have texted. I would have said, like, you know what? If he he, he found a be way there, right. better, way better dinner partner. That's what I figured. I'm I getting figured. ditched. That's fine. Right. That's I what figured, I would have done. Yes. So uh, I figured, right, here. DC and I are going to dinner at 730. When you nail down, when we nail down location, Uber right there, and then you can, so I didn't get anything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in the car. I'm going back to the hotel. I'm just about the hotel, and I start getting, because Paulie, DC no-showed him. So DC flaked too. DC flaked. <laughs> I didn't flake. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get the location. Right, I hear, I hear, I hear. You bet your DC got the location. So I get no location. So then Paulie is there alone with Ed. Nice, <laughs> nice. So I'm picturing that going. Oh man, this is beautiful. I'm not going now. <laughs> How was that meal, Paulie? Talk to us, Paulie. It was solid. It was a. Uh, How good, was the conversation? Good. Not the food. Uh, it was fine. We talked sports all the time. It was oh. just, you know. They watched the game on a telephone. A couple of bros. Did they? A couple of bros watched A couple of road sports. bros? Yeah. A <laughs> couple of road bros. Okay. So, he so said, did he bust your balls the next day because now you didn't come to dinner <clears throat> at the great one is? No, because I shut him down when I showed him the text that you didn't, you know. You never told me where we were going. Listen, he's the great Levine. I'm the great Daniel Baldwin. I'm sure. not, you know, you're not going to remember to even text me. Then okay, it's no problem. I'm not, I'm not going to get hurt by it. But I'm back <laughs> in the hotel room getting ready to do the show. I got a job to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Paulie's acting all cool, and <laughs> Paulie starts texting me, "Dude, get over here! I'm here all by myself." <laughs> <laughs> so he's acting like, "Yeah, it was just a couple of bros." No, I would have no. I would have no. He's right too. me. He says. DC, is he coming? Question mark. I'm like, I don't know. I don't talk to Derek <laughs> Coleman. Like, like, he goes, I'm here all by myself. But he's like writing me all this stuff. I'm with you, Paulie. I would have been, I would have been extremely. My, I'm very tight butthole that night when I'm trying to have a meal with a great one. Well, because we've we've built up this whole thing here that you know that he's the whipping boy, Paulie. You know, so and he is. Yes. And but let's not let's not forget uh, Ed, about Ed didn't want to be there with me alone. Exactly. You know? I was gonna say let's not forget about the poor Ed Levine who had to sit and have an old meal, have spend That's an right. hour with Paulie. That's right, he did. He did all that was missing was the fabulous Joe. Salzone. It was two people who wanted nothing to do with each other, <laughs> just having the most uncomfortable meal of all time. There, I got the feeling though that Ed is texting me after that, looking at Paulie, going, "I'm, I'm contacting him right now." But the Paulie's writing me, and Ed has no idea who Paulie's writing. And Paulie's like, "Bro, get over here!" <laughs> he totally was. And I'm at the hotel, going, "I'm not going anywhere." Yeah, you're settled in. You got your comfy slippers Kidding on. Me? I'm pulling up material ready to do my job because Paulie's my boss. He's very demanding. He is very demanding. Is he? He's not your boss. No, I don't answer to him. You don't? No, I don't. You answer to no one. <laughs> we have a theory that you're the direct line to Levine. I am in no way the direct line. I stay completely under the radar. Yeah, he, look, look at Joe. Joe knows. He, he does that. He's the whole undercover boss thing. And then he's right in there. Yeah, yeah. Look at the stare down. Wow, I just saw a side of Josh I've never seen before. No. He just gave the laser eye to Joe. <laughs> no, I. You did. You I'll thought, have your job. I, yeah. oh, that was the I'll have your job look is Joe, what it was. Pack your things. You're out of here. Get out of here. That was. No, that I, was just, I fly under the radar, man. I don't go. I don't get flown to places. I, I show up. I do my stupid shows and I, I, I don't if cause any trouble. If you think you fly under the radar, you're an idiot. Well, I don't mean that. I mean, I know I'm on the radar, but I'm not looking to stir anything up. Like, I'm not putting myself what's, in. What stirs it up for you? What, what, what stir it up? Yeah. yeah what uh, does that look like? I don't know, like causing controversy or... Are there times that because of your personality that doesn't want to stir it up, that you don't do something you would want to do, though? 
There was a there was a point where I drank too much at events and I wouldn't get completely blackout drunk uh, in front of the great one and yeah right was in front of the great one oh yeah and he, at his, work at work and his wife would draw on my face and it was a uh, how I'm still here is beyond me I am I it's beyond me Pam drew on your face yes she'll deny it but she did I there's photos I'll show you the photos uh, we did a concert and I had a little too much to drink and I passed out on a couch and uh, the band signed my face and all of my body. Wow. I, I do have a question, Josh. Do you yeah. think people are walking around the office stirring it up? Like, is there anybody in the building that stirs it up? Like, No, but I, I know, <coughs> besides that stuff, I know how to walk the line. I know what, what lines you cross and what lines you don't cross. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, uh, I don't try to get into like his box at the events. Like, if he's up at the SU event and he's got a box going on, he's entertaining Clients and friends. I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not mixing it up. Yeah, I'm not acting. That. You know, like I need to be involved in anything. I'm just. I keep it. I keep it back. I try to hang in the I shadows. Agree. I do that the first, and then when I want to bring the kids, I just buy the seats. Yeah, and I'll flash up to the box to say hi. But yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, no. I don't do that either. It's the great one's world, and we're just living in it, man. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. He's got his little thing he likes to do. Yeah, he likes to entertain and. Like, like, if I was to see him at the SU game with Derek Coleman and Dave Bing and all these people he was in the photo with, I would have gone nowhere near that section. I don't want him to have to tell these great people who I am. That would be awkward for him. <laughs> no. Hey, yeah, Mike Tarico, this is my stupid morning show host. Here he is. You know, I'm not getting involved in that. Tarico's a really nice guy. He tells nice penis jokes. Yeah, he, t- he makes fart sounds on the radio. I'm very proud of him. No, I'm staying out of it, man. You, Just like nobody's business here. <laughs> Like nobody's business. He did. The great one had a whole posse at the game. Do you see that? Him, Derek Coleman, Dave Bing. This was for the last game? Last night. He made the paper. Just because they took a photo of DC and he happened to be in it. But it was like, right, right, he right. was cheering. and uh, Well, he made, he made, it was very funny. <laughs> he, I guess he doesn't realize the impact of being an actor, you know? And, sure. and, and so... He, uh, I'm, I'm doing uh, the show with DC and everything, and mm-hmm. we're having breakfast afterwards. And he says something came up, and, and a comment came up that made it readily known that I've known DC for a really long time. And oh, he goes, okay. So he looks at me and he goes, "You guys know each other?" And I went, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, we, I, I can tell you some stories." He was like, "Stories you can tell on air." I went, "Yeah, no, no, none of the stories of can those. be told on air." No, Daniel has not. a lot of those stories that you cannot. <laughs> yeah. Tell. I've known the funny thing about about athletes versus the actor thing is that most of the actors, if they're fans of athletics, wish we were the the athlete. We wish we could. What's it like to you know be in an NBA basketball game? What's it like to play in a Super Bowl? What's it like? Oh, sure. And just the opposite occurs because when they're done with their their athletics, they all want to be actors. They all want to do something on camera. Yeah. And you forget when you're in awe of them that they're on the road traveling, watching your movies for. 10, 15 years. Yeah, did you read the text that you got from uh, Jerry the other day? From, Saying he used to watch you in yeah. a movie when he was in high school? Yeah, oh, I wanted to kill Jerry. <laughs> he goes, dude, Vampire's one of my favorite movies. Me and my friends used to watch all the time. I watched that when I was, no, he said like 7th or 8th grade. Yeah, exactly grade. right, yeah. I wanted to reach through the phone and strangle him. <laughs> so how dare you say that, 7th or 8th grade? Yeah, they got nothing but time. They're watching a lot of movies. I'm not that old, am I? I guess I am a little. It I happens li- to Josh now, too. Josh is like, hey, I listened to you on the bus on the way to school. Yeah. Hey, great. That happens Thanks. to me now. I Josh is getting that. He hasn't gotten this one yet, and he's going to get it soon. My mom loves your show. Yeah, exactly when, right. Yeah. When you get that. <laughs> That'll be happening. When you get that, that's when you know. You're mm-hmm. like, it, 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 it's, it hurts. It hurts uh. to have. I had a, 
really, really pretty girl come up to me at the airport with Robin there one time, and she goes, oh, my God, can I have your autograph? Can I blah, blah, blah? And I was like, yeah, and I'm feeling good about myself. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. really good-looking girl recognizes me. And she goes, my mom loves you and your brothers. And I was yeah. like, oh, no. Speaking of Robin, mm-hmm. I got an argument over Robin this past weekend. Did you really? Do you want to come back after break? And talk it was about not it? a big story. All they refused to believe that she's of the age she is. It Who's was they? Just some coworkers. They're like, Robin, no, she's not. I'm not going to say her age on the air, but they're like, she's in her late 30s. I go, no, she's got grown kids. That's a compliment to your lovely Robin. I'll tell you that oh, much. Oh yes. They refused to believe she was of the age. That coworkers she is. here? Yeah. Coworkers. Boys we were and doing girls. the parade. Women. Who thought she was looks very youthful? Like that. That's right. Sells out. He's made moves on my (laughs) The bulge is making an appearance. All right, we'll go to commercials and come back with uh, Polly in Detroit as we talk SU, talk NCAA. We'll talk that Virginia upset that I think blew out everybody's bracket. Yeah, destroyed everyone. Destroyed them. Well, no, you know what? There's fans from that school that probably had them. Yeah, you're probably right. So there's probably a couple of people. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. Orange Nation, noon to 2, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, we're back, and we're talking about, play a little so what, and we're going to talk about our brackets a little bit. Del Lago, I was out at Del Lago this weekend with Robin, and I, uh, I got out there. And this sickness, I guess, that got uh, um, Gomez and Lisa uh, pounded me. I got oh, man. super sick. Um, it's two days into it now. Um, I have this big um, talk I have to do tonight um, over at OCC at the SRC Arena. That's getting a lot of hype. All the schools are talking about it. 6.30 to 8 o'clock tonight. Come, please, listen to me. I will talk to you about my experience, strength, and hope. Uh, and uh, what's going on with this opioid epidemic that we're having up here in central New York and around the country, as a matter of fact. With that said, Polly the Mole, with a little so what. Take us there. Uh, the New York Jets shook up the NFL draft on Saturday morning, completing a blockbuster trade with the Indianapolis Colts. The Jets moved up from 6-3. to three. Yeah, so what? Yeah, so what? Cool. <laughs> I mean, Joe, do you want to you want to chime in? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's not playing so much. He plays. I don't care. Or I care. Paulie, you made I, the story. Did do you care about this? I don't know why we do this segment anymore because it's just turned into a, a, a read a headline and everybody just poops on it. Uh, <laughs> don't get offended. Uh, do you? Why do you tell us why that matters? Listen, it mat- it matters more than the offensive lineman one. <laughs> that that <laughs> Joe did. What was that one? Joe had when he goes, uh, um, Teresius McClusius just signed with Detroit for $4 million a year. You know, we just looked Yeah, but like, I, don't, I don't get butthurt when people uh, crap on my yeah. segment. Yeah. I don't care enough. Yeah, see? Joe's right. He's yeah. not crying. Joe, Polly's crying. Joe just went down to the bottom of the sports news and picked out three things. Right. Just Googled sports or whatever the first three yeah, things are going to be. Yeah, he did. He did. It was the signing of some guy that was like an okay player, but wasn't like a major, you know. It's he fine. was a lineman. He had no like it was great. You just seen the look. Paulie and I just looked at each other like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> There's nothing else that happened at this point. A ping pong championship would have been more telling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think I, this is important because the Jets are going to screw this up somehow. Well, They're going to get the number three pick and screw it up. The reason why I said so what is, is not 
I mean, it's a significant move, and it is a big trade to move up from that many slots to get closer to the top players that are available. But it's the Jets, so I just don't have any confidence that whatever they do is really going to make any impact, that they're going to be any kind of a threat. And every time... You know, they, they do work their way in that, that one year when I was younger when Testaverde took them to the and the AFC Finals against Denver. And, you know, I mean, they, they, they get close, but they don't ever seem to do for a New York team. They're like the Knicks. Mm-hmm. They're like the Knicks. You know, the Knicks, they get Carmelo, but they don't do anything to, to back it up. And they haven't been to the NBA Finals since the one time they won it in 73. And, and uh, they continue to be that team. With, with the city that has the most money, you'd think, because of population, um, they don't do. They don't take care of business. Now the Giants, on the other hand, you know they're they're a different story. So, but uh, I just don't believe the Jets are going to do anything with any picks. Number seven Nevada beat number two Cincinnati in the NCAA tournament last night, seventy five seventy three. Cincinnati held a twenty two point lead in the second half. Didn't score a point for the last four minutes and 51 seconds for the second biggest comeback in NCAA tournament history. I love it. That's not a so-what because I love this tournament. It's been so great. That is, uh, yeah, that's not a so-what. I'll tell you why it's not a so-what. I had Cincinnati going to the finals against Villanova. Oh, <laughs> wow. So I, I really did. I thought that they were going to definitely gel. I, I, I can't even understand how they lost this game. I can't understand how you're up 22 in the second half, and it wasn't 20. I mean, they, they were they could have just dribbled the ball out, yeah, and 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 probably not lost the game. Just, yeah, took some air out of the ball and they up the clock for a while. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Yeah, not a so what. Yeah, not a so what for sure. Joe, Cell zone. So what? Cool. I thought it was I don't care. You know, I'm going to really know. switch it up between the two. <laughs> All right, really keep you guessing. Yeah, yeah right. I like, I like it, but it's always going to be some variation. That I don't care. Okay. okay. The, the biggest comeback, by the way, BYU came back from 25 points down against Iona in 2012. And one more uh, NCAA story. Uh, the biggest upset in NCAA history when Virginia lost 74-54 to the first 16 seed in 136 tries. Absolutely blew out everybody's bracket in the country. All I'm still sitting in major... first place. I'm in first place still here in the company one. I want to know about that. Well, no, that's not a so what. I mean, that, the fact that a 16 beat a one. I mean, you, you know, you're going to play the game enough times, and, and eventually it's going to happen. But the fact that I think the more amazing thing about it isn't that a 16 beat a one. If you were to sit back and say, hey, the year a 16 finally does beat a one, it's going to be a 71-72 last shot of the game. But they beat the crap out of Virginia. 20 points. They beat them by 20 they points. They beat the crap out of them. I mean, it wasn't even close. And it's not going to be the number one overall seed in the draft, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not going to say, hey, Virginia's going to lose because they were the number one seed. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was quite shocking. It really was. It was quite shocking to see the outcome of that game. I uh, and so they now play. And did they lose already? UMBC or they, they lost last night? Right, to Kansas State. Right, Kansas State takes them out. They beat Virginia and then Kansas State. Now I had Virginia losing anyway, but uh, I think the Cincinnati game was. I uh, believe it or not, that rocked me more. Now, I, I just can't believe Cincinnati lost that game up by twenty two points. You have to really work hard to lose a game you're up by 22 on. You really do. Can I go back and hit on something? Josh, you're number one in the office? Yeah, yeah. bro. First place. Yeah, now I want to talk about that. So where's my? Where's the list of who's in what place? Right there. Okay. So let me see. Is my name in that list? No. Yeah, that's the problem. I told him I couldn't log in, so I sent him a photograph of my 
of my thing. And now, so of course, I'm not in the competition. No, you're not in the competition. Oh, yeah, see? <laughs> see? And I have photographic proof because I posted it before game time. Pauly has is in last place, but I don't think you filled one out, Pauly. It's a zero. I'm not allowed to fill those out, so I didn't fill one out. Yeah, oh, Pauly's like got like special FBI. Oh, because he worked for the team. Yeah, qualification. Look at this, Stephen Fonte, twentieth place. So <laughs> the sports people, Seth Goldberg, seventeenth place. You idiots. I'm asking. I'm going. To the, I'm going to the great one and asking him. And Levine, twelfth place. You, I'm going to the great one and asking him. How many Josh, teams who do you still have? have? Yeah, click, who, do I have? Who, who do you want to know, man? I want to know who you still have in the tournament. What teams? How many? Who do you have? I, I picked Nova in uh, West Virginia, so I've got them. So there's 16 teams left in the tournament. How many teams do you still have in it? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have ten teams oh. still in? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> ba, ba, who do you have ba, winning ba, ba. it? I had Virginia winning it, so that that's that's the one. So you have Virginia winning, so you're out. Who are your final four? Uh, my final four are, well, they're not in, um, huh. Kansas, uh, they're in. UNC, but they're out, Virginia, they're out, and then Nova. Nice. Villanova. I'm still in so against two. you then. I have two out of the four. I have two, I have a potential two out of the four. So I have Michigan going all the way to the final four. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had a big day. We had a great game too the other night. I'm really getting sucked into this. I am. It's like I got some kind of madness, Polly. I don't know what it is. It's like he a, he's got sports fever. Doesn't I got he sports now? fever, like a March madness. How's your wife with that? She's not used to you. She being doesn't with... care. No, she likes basketball. It's the one sport that she does like, so she's fine with watching the games. So I just, I just had it on yesterday. I just put all. I just had it on. Did the TV. sports show up at your house before you did the ESPN show a lot? No. Never. No. I'd go and watch football games with my father-in-law next door because he likes he watches all that stuff. So I would watch NFL games and and I'd, I'd always watch local. Your like, father lives. Your father lives next door. Yeah. Wow. How's that? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. He'll come plow the driveway out. Yeah, it's great. He's retired. Loves it. That's kids, nice. Kids want to go play. Grandpa's they go next door. over there. Yes. Oh, I like that. I highly recommend living next to your in-laws. <laughs> highly recommend. It. Send the kids over there. That's you want to get a nice home cooked home meal. Cooked meal. Had right over oh, there. Yeah, grandma Seven. has the stuff. Grandma's brilliant. waiting. Wow, <laughs> that's strong. Did, yes, Polly. Did Salzone do a bracket? I did. I've been out for like two weeks now. Oh, uh, where, where do you rank on here? Right. Where's Salzone? Is he in the? Is he in the? Uh... I think I'm below, I'm below Polly, and Polly doesn't even have one. <laughs> well, I, where's Salzone's name? Hold on. He's there he is, fifteenth place. You're in fifteenth place. Oh. He picked Miami to win it all. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's gone. <laughs> all right. I love that. All right. I love that. He picked Miami to go all the way. God, look at me. I got. I'm killing it right now. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going protest. It. I set this. I set this in. I couldn't register. I want my form put in. I'll be in 19th place. But I want my form put in. <laughs> All right, let's come back and uh, get ready to wrap things up here. Paulie wants to go back to sleep, so. Uh... <laughs> Paulie's got to check. No, I got to get out of the hotel. Check out oh, to the left. Yeah, don't they got... throw you out soon? Yeah, soon. Yeah, I can feel it. And then coming. you got five hours to Providence. No, he's going to like someplace in the middle, middle first. Yeah, but oh, sorry, Princeton, Princeton, Princeton <laughs> Illinois, or whatever. Well, Princeton, Illinois. Well, will all the other Ivy Leaguers from your family go? <laughs> <laughs> he can get two cheeseburgers in between here and there. He can get two. Try me and our. Me and a rattle stay in a hotel room next yeah. to each other. Sure. All right. We'll be right back. It's ESPN Radio Syracuse. 
NCAA tournament coverage is brought to you by IBEW NECA, CNS Companies, and Burdick Lexus on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now. Hey, Paulie. Yo. We got Duke. 9.45 start Friday night in Omaha. What do you look for? How do we beat Duke in this game? Uh, that's a good question. You have to uh, keep Chuku in the game the whole time. I'm guessing he can't get in foul trouble because uh, after he fouled out at Duke, they absolutely clobbered us on the inside. So uh, that's, that's the main thing. you you got to be able to keep them... Uh, off the boards and uh, keep the big men in check. They can shoot the the three. They're they're the best team in the country, in my opinion. You think Duke is the best team in the country? Yes, without Be- question. Better than the Champagne Supernova. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like the Champagne. Can you cue up Champagne Supernova for me? Bump us out with that, Joe. Yeah, we'll go bump out with with Champagne. Supernova. I mean, Beheim said the same thing. He said they're very, very, very good. And like Paulie and you guys have said, the defense—if you hold them—if you hold them to fifty points, you got a shot. The Chook has to stay out of foul trouble. Sadibe was decent, but he wasn't great yesterday. No, but let Dolage st- shoot. Yeah, I think I think we talked about that perfect storm that was necessary to beat Michigan State, and we got that. I think that we're looking at at, at adding some elements to that storm if we're to beat Duke, and that would mean. Then Dolce does need to score like twelve, mm-hmm. you know, and a couple of other guys need to score. You know, if they go, you know, they get a, a 20, 20 19 from Howard and Brissett, and they get a twelve twelve eight, you know, somewhere yeah. in there, we're in the game. Yeah, we're in the game um, for sure. Um, but um, you this- know, it's one of those things where I hate seeing the comments online because they're like, "Well, they're never going to beat Duke." Well, we were never going to beat TCU. We were never going to beat Michigan State. Now, here we are. Well, I think. Beating Michigan State puts us on people's radar more. I mean, mm-hmm. certainly, if you're in Duke's locker room, you're not taking this game lightly. You're not taking yeah. this game lightly after we beat Michigan State, especially the way we beat them. We hung on the whole time. The one thing I worry about is what's the reaction of Duke. Duke's a very streaky team, too. They get very hot sometimes. So, you know, do do we have it inside us to um, to withhold against, you know, a 16-point you know deficit, that mm-hmm. kind of thing? That's what I worry about with the young team. But you know what? There's something to be said about the fact that they don't know any better because yeah. they're so young. They really yeah, don't. they don't know any better. They don't <laughs> know. Yeah, they don't know they're supposed to lose. They don't know. They go out there and play. Yeah, they do. They just go out there. They get and play. scrappy. They'll 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 roll around on the floor for uh, for rebounds. They do. They dive in. How about the uh, the bear? Is it bear? Yeah, Brennan Bear. 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 I wanted to see him shoot one. Yeah, I know he didn't put it. No, up. you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Come on, I've watched him in practice. He can shoot. Yeah, in practice. Oh come on! You, you, then, then that's not a shot at him. Like you don't want you don't want the, the, you don't want him shooting. You want battle shooting in that situation. No, let Bear check it out. Imagine <laughs> the story: Cinderella, Cinderella boy, Cinderella story. You can't yeah, see that? that that story. That story would have been Michigan come. State squeaks one out. If you get <laughs> wow. Does this uh, before? I know we got to go in two minutes here. Does this change your opinion on Ty's battle leaving now that he's a Sweet Sixteen player? No. You think he gets more look? No. No. Tyus Bell's not getting drafted. Well, I mean, it's not that no one's going to take him. Again, why would he leave 
he would leave because it was a business decision and we don't know what the wants and needs of his family are he because I haven't asked him so but I can only speculate on this from a sheer business perspective he's gonna sign for X amount of dollars that won't be a lot it, it, but it won't be a little it'll be a, a you know I'm sure for him and his family a decent amount of money mm-hmm. is that more valuable than waiting another year and what he would sign for, because he's going to get a signing bonus that's a large amount of lump sum of money, and then he's going to get probably the league minimum, which mm-hmm. is 500 and change or something. Yeah. So if they sign him for a million-dollar signing bonus versus winning the ACC or being a deep threat next year and signing for $5 million sure. because he's brought his stock up, and that has been my argument all along. The one thing that you look at, and I remember they did this with Herschel Walker when he played for Georgia and won the Heisman Trophy, what happens if he gets hurt? So if Battle hurts himself, he risks that signing money now and he risks that potential NBA G League contract. With Walker... They took out a $1 million insurance policy on each one of his legs uh, with Lloyds of London. Mm-hmm. And so that if he got hurt, he got at least a million dollars because, and, and then of course, whatever he could have done after that. Um, they didn't have to, could you do that with a guy like Battle? I'm sure you could. Yeah. I'm sure you could take out an insurance policy on him. Some kind of have some astronomical premium, but um, yeah, you could probably do that. I think he stays, I think he's going to test the water and see what he does in the in the supplemental draft, but uh, I don't think he, he's I don't think he's on a lot of people's radar now. Again, if they beat Duke and he scores, see the big thing about it is he scored one. He didn't do. I don't think he did a lot, Paulie, for his stock. He scored one point, then he had a great second half. But I don't think that that you know scoring one point in the first half certainly wasn't didn't help him at all. I'm going to withhold judgment till after this runs over because if you get this team to the Final Four, you're you're going to get drafted. Paulie, be safe on the road. We will talk to you tomorrow morning from whatever dump hotel you're staying in. And and safe travels, man. Yeah, be careful, bro. All right, this is Daniel Baldwin Show. Hand it over to Dan Levitard Show. CSPN Radio Syracuse. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. 